Hey, it's Katie. Welcome to Party of One Podcast, where we are going to talk all things faith, lifestyle, and friendship. Sit down with me on Wednesday nights and just consider me a best friend. Trust me, we'll get there. Grab your ice cream, slop on a face mask, and get ready for some embarrassing stories. Welcome to the party. Hi, y'all. Welcome back to this week's episode. Happy Wednesday. We're happy that you're here with us. Even if this isn't a Wednesday, you know, we're just chilling. So today I have a special guest, the first guest on this series, and it's Mama Nelms. Highly requested. I feel like people are always asking me to make content with mom and dad, so he'll have to come on here at some point as well. But tonight we have mom with us, and we're going to talk about something that you guys probably can relate to super well because I feel like we both can relate to it also. And that is just how easy it is to lose your faith and the fire that you have for your faith in a time like we've just experienced of kind of what felt like hopelessness for a little bit maybe if you would have placed your hope in the wrong things. But um, just, yeah, it was just a hard time for everyone I feel like and I think that it's easy to turn away from the source of joy when you think it's easier to find that in other things and we're going to touch on that a little bit in this episode. Um, Anyway, so mom, you want to introduce yourself to everybody? Hi guys. Um, my name is Wendy Nelms. I guess I'm otherwise known as Mom. Um, I am the mother of three. I have an amazing husband who is my best friend, and I am a religion teacher. Dun, dun, dun. And I, um, I feel like this is such a relevant topic because over the COVID quarantine, Katie and I did this live almost yeah every day during the week, and we yeah. would talk about the Gospels and... We had this nice little community built, and it's kind of what grounded me during this time. I really feel like if I hadn't done that, I would I would be feeling like so many other people are feeling right now. So I'm thankful for that. But I think just talking to students the last few days, being back in school, the biggest thing that people are saying is that they lost whatever momentum they had in growing in their faith. They lost it over this five months of just being away from each other. And it just like, it just makes, it shows that community is so important. Being in the church is so important. And worship is so important. And receiving um, the sacraments. I think that was a big thing. Yeah, like missing the sacraments. And I don't want to talk just too long, right, to get started. But that's who I am. And that's kind of where my thought is right now. Like, where do we go from here? Okay, so if we're back in that place where we feel far from God, what do we do to <coughs> get back where we want to be and closer? Sorry if I cough. I think I have COVID. I'm just kidding. I think a normal cold can still exist in this time. Um, Anyway, so yeah. Thanks, Mom. Anyway, we're going to go on with that because it's definitely relevant. We both, I think, were able to keep the faith and grow in the faith a little bit more during quarantine by doing the lives. I feel like I grew, or maybe I, maybe I was not really growing, but I was um, learning more about my faith and why it's relevant to my life. And I really feel like when my desire, I guess you would say, to really just go all in for my faith and just be like, all right, God, clearly you have some different plans for my life. So what are they? Let's just do them. Was at Steubenville weekend retreat, which our parish did. Um, 
a few weeks ago. I guess it was like a month ago at this point. Um, but anyway, yeah. So what for you, I guess we'll start with this. What helped you keep um, your desire to want to grow in the faith through quarantine? Like what was, what made you realize like nothing else was going to keep you going? I guess um, I hate to say age because I don't like to think of myself as old, but I think I've had enough experience in ending up back in that anxious, sad, lonely, depressed. Um, I've been in a place where those emotions have taken over. And I know that the only way that I can be the person that I want to be, like filled with joy, filled with love, generous, the only way I can be that person is by staying connected to God. So I've, I've hit rock bottom enough to know I don't want to go back to rock bottom. But I will tell you that the time away from church and the time away from receiving the Eucharist was probably the closest I've gotten to that point because of just feeling like kind of detached. Um, and I really had to work hard at that. But I know that the hard work is worth it. And I think what happens to people that don't know that yet, it takes a little bit of life to realize that it's worth it because the world has all these like counterfeit things. Um, this is what the Holy Spirit keeps putting on my heart the last few weeks. All of the counterfeits are what Satan is using to pull people away from the faith. So like Katie said, um, you're looking for one thing. You're looking for joy in one place and you think you find it. But then later you realize that really wasn't where joy was. It was the counterfeit. It might have been like momentary pleasure. I think a lot of people look for peace through like drugs and being drunk. Um, and people might laugh when they hear that, but you have this like numbness when you do those things and that numbness you can pretend is peace, but it's not because when you wake up, you're still struggling with the same anxiety. And it's so sad. I'd like to say to anyone who feels like that's how you're finding peace right now, that although it does take work, it does take time connecting with God. It is so worth it because the peace that you have is lasting. Um, and just like looking for love and settling for lust. It's just like the counterfeits are so readily available for us that we want to do what's quick and easy. But quick and easy just doesn't last. And we end up back in that place of um, sadness or loneliness. Yeah, I feel, I agree. I think that the counterfeits are easier. They're definitely easier. They come, that is Satan's, I think that's his tactic is, is and if I mean this sounds horrible but like if I were Satan that's what I feel like I would do I feel like anyone would is you know how good your opponent is right so you kind of have to pull out your tricks and and oppose those things as best you can so he he is like just giving us every materialistic thing known to man because he knows what God has to offer us which is eternal life hello is so much better but he doesn't want us to realize that. So he kind of get, puts up these blinders for us and, and blocks our ability to realize that by making all these materialistic things so much more attractive. So yeah, I definitely agree. And I also think for me, the motivation to keep growing in my faith is the fact that having a faith, and for some reason, it's like when I have God in my life, I am more motivated. It's like I have these a purpose. Yeah, and it's like I want to do all these things. It might like I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, I'm gonna do this podcast. I'm gonna get to writing this book, work hard in school because I want to do this and this and this. And I just feel more motivated all around in life. 
Whereas when I am struggling in my prayer life or in my relationship with God, I'm like, hello, TikTok, let's scroll for a few hours together. Anyway, so, but that's another counterfeit is like when you experience, I don't know, loneliness for say, I mean, I've been sitting in this house, I feel like for a million years and you can't see people and you feel loneliness instead of trying to kindle your relationship with God, I'm scrolling TikTok Mm -hmm. because I'm literally seeing people. Whereas with God, I still kind of feel like I'm sitting there alone because I'm just in the beginning of working on that relationship. And I think it's easy to slip into um, that numbness that we talked about um, or that I mentioned before. Numbness is easy to sink into. I think that's why depression is such a scary thing because you can slip into that because you're lonely or because you're struggling and then you have to step out of your comfort zone to get back into that community getting back into that community is the key because we were meant to hold each other accountable. Um, Having other people that we talk to and other people that we're with is what we need. And I'm just thinking about, you know, in eighth grade, we listen to music while we do our prayer journal. It's just part of what we do in eighth grade. And we started it. And the first day it was kind of like awkward. The song was on and everyone was just kind of like, what are we supposed to write? And then day two, as we get going, it becomes more and more natural. And then to have those conversations about our faith, these are things that I just think everybody needs so much. I mean, if you look at the world since we were quarantined, you know, we had like a couple weeks actually where I think we had no mass and then we had online mass and then we were afraid to go to mass. It's like, you can see how fast things unravel. And if you're sitting there thinking, oh, everything's fine, blah, 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 that's awesome. At some point, I feel like for me, I will begin to see things unravel and I need to go back um, and find my source. My source is the Eucharist. My source is God and my, my time reading scripture. And it's what fuels me to do what I need to do. And I mean, I even felt that way in high school and college, though. Once I met Christ, it was like I knew that I needed him. I, I fought that for a while because I wanted to try to do all the other things that sounded so fun and then eventually ended up coming back, of course. But anyway, I just think that if you're listening to this podcast, you're looking for something more. I think everybody's looking for something more. And maybe what you're looking for is that deeper connection with your creator because that's inside of us. Yeah, another big thing that you mentioned is community and how important community is. And I think maybe that's another reason you're here too. I mean, I talked about this at the start that I really wanted this to feel like when you listen to an episode, you're sitting down with like just a group of friends or two friends, one friend, whatever it is, and that it's just a conversation and that y'all can really relate. So I hope that's what this is. And y'all know that, and I've talked about it before, just how vital community is and I've tried to do it alone. It's darn hard from possible. I don't think that's possible. I mean, Jesus didn't even do it alone, right? He like got 12 apostles to help him and he had his, his family and people pushing him. And the most important part of his community was like the foundation was God, the father, like his father. And he, he spent every morning in prayer. Yeah. Talking to his father. Yeah. But that's not to say that he didn't struggle. I mean, you look at him in the garden of Gethsemane. I mean, if, uh, and he's sitting there and he's like, okay, I don't know why you're doing this. Like, you don't have to, like I can live and that's fine. And even on the cross, his, some of his last words were, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And 
I mean, that's really relevant too, because I feel like we've all asked that in this period. Like, why have you abandoned me in this time? Or like, why have you let this happen? I think a lot of times we put the blame on God in situations like this, when really we need to rely on him instead of blaming him. I have something to add to that, can I? Yeah. And um, like God, a lot of things God allows, I think, even though he doesn't send it. Um, but what we could be doing right now, instead of asking, why did you allow this, is come together and face it and look for ways that we can overcome these things. So we can come together instead of pulling each other apart and we can love each other and we can build community. We've got this girl's book study that we go to for high school. Um, like, why do you do that with high school people? Oh, because guys, I'm part of the core, because I'm part of the core team. So that is why, but because I love it, because I love sitting down talking with people about my faith, <coughs> about my struggles, about the things that are, that make me happy. Community is huge. And I sometimes I feel sorry for guys because I feel like you have a harder time. I don't know if guys listen to this podcast or not, but if you do. There's 5%. <laughs> I feel like you have a hard time because it's harder to get guys together to sit and talk about their faith. Um, but one of my favorite things is um, the boys' Bible study that we do in the spring. And it's like eighth grade guys sharing their faith. And you would be amazed at how awesome they are. Because we were meant to share more than just the superficial things. We were meant to share um, all aspects of life. And when we try to do it alone or we try to ignore that, it just, it causes problems for us. And the world is, is really a mess. It needs, it needs people that aren't falling apart. So in order to be those people, we have to really reconnect with our prayer life and the sacraments and allow ourselves to be filled with God, filled with grace so that we can go out and be his hands and feet. I mean, it's really not just about me. Like... Mm-hmm yay, I'm going to have a great faith and I'm going to love Jesus and have joy. <coughs> it's really about um, it's really about me being fueled so that I can go out and change the world. It's not just about me. It's about me changing the world. So it's about me letting my gifts change things. And All, yeah, our, our entire purpose, like the whole reason we're here is because God has a purpose for us. Like, literally, I wouldn't have woken up today if there wasn't a reason, like, if there wasn't something God wanted me to do with my life. Same goes for all of us. All of us have a purpose, a passion, unique to us individually, that we are supposed to use to change the world in a positive way. The sad thing is a lot of us are using those passions and talents and gifts in the wrong way and trying to get people to want us versus wanting God. That's true. That's so true. And I think that if we really just looked a little bit deeper and a little less of us and a little more of God, that we would also want him more in our lives and we would want to then bring him to others. And Lordy, Lordy, I think the whole world would change then. So I don't know about you, but I'm thinking like, what are your, like a three step, like what, (laughs) if you're wondering, okay, what do I do to make that happen? My advice as a religion teacher, but just as a person on a path too, because I'm walking the journey too. I really, I say this all the time, but I think there's great um, power in numbers. So I think gathering with people, um, doing a Bible study, even if you just do it online, or if you meet and have coffee and just talk about the gospel for the day, just like coming together and talking about your faith is huge. I definitely think reading scripture is important and I always start with the gospels. And I think really opening, starting a prayer journal or just learning 
to pray, just talking to God and thanking God and these things will get you connected. So this one little thing popped in my head. I just want to share that I'm going to mm-hmm. shut up. Um, so today in class I was teaching and I was like, I'm always saying like, Holy Spirit, help me explain this in a way that people will understand. So today I was saying, um, have you ever changed a radio station with a knob or with the buttons? And like half the people were like, no, because we listen to Spotify or whatever. And so it's funny because it makes me sound so old. But like in the olden days, I guess, now if you used FM radio, this would happen. If you were going from like 95.1 to 88.1 and you were just turning the dial or pushing the button, you would hear static in between the stations. And you would hear the static until you were tuned in to the right station and the right numbers. And I think this is what keeps us from having a really close connection with God is that we are listening to the static because we are not tuned in to the Father's voice. We listen for maybe 10 seconds. We listen for 10 seconds and we're like, I don't hear anything. But we are not tuned in to him. And how do you tune into him? In silence, in front of the Blessed Sacrament, in scripture, through daily prayer, through consistency. When you really turn the dial and you tune in to God, you will begin to hear his voice because he speaks in the silence. So, and that is facts because our world is looking like a static electricity storm right now. It is. Lord, I'm There's so much static. It's so hard to hear. I mean, you can sit down and then like an hour later, you're like, what did I just do? I just looked at Facebook or Instagram and I don't even know what I saw. It's like Satan is so good at numbing the brain. It's all static. And I'm not the one that, I mean, I was thinking about the radio station, but C.S. Lewis said it, um, like 60 years ago before we had all this racket. So it's just crazy. It's like tuning in, tune into God and just see what happens. Yeah. Well, there's always been struggles, but it just seems like right now everywhere you look that everything's falling apart. But one thing's not falling apart. That's God. I'm telling you, like, hello. He's still in control. Everything. Yeah. He's got it in his hands. Everything's all right. We just have to trust that and put place our hope in that. Not these things of this world that are going to disappoint us. They're empty promises. His promises are lasting. And I think that there's a lot of peace that can be found in, in that. In a way, one more thing. I'm sorry. And there's <laughs> I'm great, laughing because every time you there, say, This wait, is really wait. it. There's great joy in serving God. We were created to know, love, and serve Him. So when you're doing God's will, there's joy in that. When you're doing acts of service or like working with Catholic Charities or Camp I'm Special or whatever, you're just helping your neighbor, there's joy in it because serving God gives us joy. Mm -hmm. So if you're sad or depressed or lonely, get outside of yourself and do something for someone else and then be a part of the change and not the complaining. Yeah. Mm -mm. I said hello. Anyway, so yeah, that's some good facts. I feel like for me, if I had to give three point, you said three pointers, right? I, I feel like I gave way more. <laughs> I, I know you started listing like I, the whole. I just kept talking. You went through like an encyclopedia of ideas. Sorry. But no, it's okay. They're all good ones. Um, I would say in three short steps, three things that are essential. They've been essential to me. I've not been able to work on a relationship with God without these things. One, community. Like, first, community. Because I always experience Christ through people. That's just how he reaches me. 
and um, I see him in people. I also see him in his word. <clears throat> so that's one community. Two, diving into the scripture. Our youth minister at our parish got me on St. Paul's letters. So I've read the Colossians and 1 Corinthians, and I'm telling you right now, they just hit straight to where we, we are right now. So if you are like, where do I even start? Like, here's just a perfect place. Get off this podcast, take 10 minutes, and... Okay, uh, something just went weird. And literally just open up a Bible. And if you don't have a Bible, that ain't no excuse anymore because I know you got a phone. You're listening to this on something. Look up Paul's letter to the Colossians. Start there. That's where I did. And it really changed the way that I looked at Scripture because it's so relatable. Um, so, yeah, start there. So that's community, Scripture. And the last thing I would say that's really important, that's really hard, that I don't think I mastered yet very much is silence. You can't come to know someone unless you put yourself in the place to have a mutual conversation with them. So that's not you in the middle of the day being like, hey God, uh, I need some help on this math test. Thanks, okay, bye. Like no relationship grows that way. You have to also put the time in to even experience just nothing. There's a lot of times in silence where I get frustrated because I feel like I don't hear anything. And I'm like, are you even, like, what is this conversation? It feels one-sided. But it, it brings peace into your life. And I think that the more you do it and the more you get yourself into that awkward place of silence, because prayer is not comfortable at first. I'm sorry, it just isn't. It wasn't for me, at least. That you begin to be grow in comfort in that. And then I think we're able to hear his voice more in our life the more that we allow him to speak to us because then we're able to recognize his voice more. And sometimes his voice is through other people, through things, through whatever it is going songs. in our... Yeah, songs, TikToks. I'm sorry, but there are some TikToks where it just... I'm praying, something's bothering me, and a, something comes up on my For You page, and I'm like, wow, answer to my prayer. Maybe it's not, but it feels like it at least. But anyway, you get the gist. He will begin to speak to you through the ways that you are, like the things that you are most connected with in your life. He, that's how he will reach you. But you have to allow him to. And you have to grow comfortable. Tune in. Yeah. Tune, there you go. Darn it. We're in it here. Tune in the Jesus this week, people. Okay? That is all for the party tonight. We are glad that y'all showed up. And didn't just leave us here alone because me and my mom could probably go on and on for hours we normally do anyway. So good thing y'all are sitting here too. Um, yeah, let me know what y'all think of the podcast so far the past few episodes. Y'all can reach out to me on any of my social media. It's basically Katie Nelms with an extra S at the end on all social media platforms. And um, yeah, I'm just super excited. I like this episode a lot. Mom brought some good stuff to the table. And... I'm excited to see you guys next week. I'm praying for you all until then. Good night. Adios. Anything to say before you peace out? Good night. Thanks for having me. All right. Bye, y'all.